All right, we are back. Episode number two. This is huge. Day to day with Ben Lewis. We have a very special guest in the studio tonight, and this is not just any regular studio. We are recording live from Longbow Key, Florida, on a yacht. That's right. Uh, better than what you got. Uh, better than where you are right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, but to introduce our special guest today, we have Trip Keller. Uh, Big time uh, old friend, one of my best friends, uh, if not the best. Uh, and uh, tell him a little bit about yourself. Uh, how you doing? Uh, my name's Trip. Well, actually, legal name's Holly Earl Keller the Third, but I go by Trip. Holly, very feminine. Yeah, hey, yeah, feminine. That's how I like <laughs> it. But hey, you can call me Trip. Uh, I went to high school with Ben. We got in a lot of trouble. Well, not so much trouble, but a little bit of trouble. And yeah. I go to Alabama, University of Alabama, Roll Tide. It was a good time. You guys, national football championships, no? Uh, yeah. You won last year? Yeah. Fuck Georgia. Fuck Georgia. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a tough, uh, was it close? I don't remember. We don't talk sports on this show, but I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say we came back, won, but I knew we were going to win the whole time. All right, well, so yeah, he goes to Alabama. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he knows some people. Uh, he's got good connections. We're bringing him on. Uh, he's going to be good. Uh, you guys are going to like him. Uh, first of all, I want to say you got to follow our new Instagram. It is D2DBenLewis. That is B-E-N-L-E-W-I-S, not L-O-U-I-S. Nobody spells it that way. Got to follow. Yeah, come on. D2D Ben Lewis on Instagram. You want to follow. We post some of the best content out there, and we're blowing up, breaking the charts. Uh, and it brings us into our first subject. We're going to talk about, look, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, Trip. he comes from good money. I, uh, you know, I tend to struggle. I, I love a good dollar menu at a huh. fast food place. Uh, Who I, doesn't? I love <laughs> the dollar menu. What do you mean? It, it, yeah, no, it, it, I think everybody loves it regardless of, uh, you know, how much money you have because you, you, it's so nice. I go to McDonald's. Best thing on earth. Yeah, I get a, I get a double cheeseburger, a McChicken, uh, you know, and uh, some nuggets for like $3. Well, how, do, how do you beat that? And I'm stuffed. And it's hard to fill me up. You can't beat it. You can't. You really can't. So I have the fast food place. It, it, it kind of became a standard that every fast food place would have it. I think Wendy's has one, or I know Wendy's has one. Uh, there's uh, McDonald's, Burger King, uh, which is terrible. If you go to Burger King at this point in your life, I, I, I question where you're coming from. Uh, it, it, you know, you, you got to have it. So then you have the places that don't have it. And it's like you wonder why. Now you think of like Chick-fil-A. Uh, oh. You think of some of the higher end uh, PDQ Zaxby's. Uh, they don't have a dollar menu. Bro, Chick Fil A had a dollar menu. I would never leave. I can't imagine a Chick Fil A dollar menu. It is something that is one of the greatest uh, ideas I think on earth. I, I think you know the line oh is already too God. long when you go. Uh, you put like a little six count for a dollar on there. Oh my word! The line now. Obviously, the issue is the lines at the. Average Chick-fil-A are way too long as it is. And with a dollar menu, I can't imagine uh, the chaos that would occur. Oh, yeah. It would be through the roof. It would be bad. Uh, and then you have the places that don't have a dollar menu, uh, but they call it a value menu. Now, this is a scam. You have all the time I see where it's like – actually, McDonald's, I think – McDonald's they has a value menu. Yeah. It's not the dollar menu, but it is the value menu. And it's like you get a – a chicken, some kind of chicken sandwich that's between a McChicken and the good, uh, I don't know if it's what kind of chicken, you know, the best one. It's like a medium, uh, mids. And you, you, you don't, 
I don't go for that. It's I don't know fucking, who does. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. If I'm going for the value menu, I'm just going for the full supersized Big Mac meal, uh, which uh, actually it's quarter pounder now. They oh, cook them fresh. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Have you heard they cook the quarter pounders fresh now? No, they do not. They do. They Absolutely no It's shot. only the quarter pounder. I'm going to have to look this up. This is true. Uh, this is something that is new, and this is something that changes the game. Uh, Big Mac used to be my go-to. Now it's the quarter pounder. Solely because it is grilled fresh to order every single time you order it. I, I, it is not a joke. He's looking it up to confirm. He's going to see. Let, let's see what the uh, results come in. What is it? What, 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 what are you finding out? Now, I'll tell you, the taste is so much better. You would think, oh my, it is fresh. It is. This is a game changer. It is something that's new. It's something that is amping up McDonald's uh, entire franchise. Everybody wants one. Uh, and it's one of the more expensive things on the menu. So they're actually making money. That shit's like $10. It is a good, yeah, for the full meal. But you pay for what you get, I guess. You pay for what you get. You pay for what you get. Now, we're not talking about the quarter pounders, though. We're talking about the dollar menus. And the dollar menu is crucial because I can't tell you how many times after a drunken night where I've spent God only knows how much at the bar before, I don't want to spend, you know, enough. $12. Yeah, on a a meal. On one sandwich. One sandwich. When I'm hungover, I want food. I want that McDonald's. I go straight to the dollar menu. A McChicken, a double cheeseburger. It's nice. It's it, it's very nice. How often do you utilize the, the dollar? Oh, I use it all the time. Like, if you think about it, like, when I'm fucked up, after drinking a long night, I don't want to, like, look at the menu for a long time. I want to get a wide variety of things because I don't know what I want. That's after what, the last night drinking, I have no idea what I want the next morning. Now, you look, you would think after t- uh, 20 years now, of fast food being my primary source of uh, food, uh, that I would know the menu. But I still spend at least five minutes checking everything out every time I go to McDonald's. Oh, 100%. I agree. I do the same thing. But you got to because you got to look at the prices. I'm not going to be paying $25 at McDonald's. It's true. You got to be able to do the math. And you wonder how a lot of the people – you assume a lot of the people that uh, go to McDonald's are low IQ. How do they? How are they doing this math? Because it's hard enough for me. Uh, sometimes I'll think I only ordered five dollars worth of food, and I'll I'll come out with a fifteen dollar bill at McDonald's. It's happened. It's ridiculous. Uh, I just get going and I start rolling, and everything is a dollar. So I'll order fifteen things. It, it's almost a trap to get you to spend more money the cheaper menu. It is a trap. It is a fucking trap. It, it, a million times. Uh, you know, it's interesting we're getting around to this, and this is why I like to talk about these things because you you come to revelations and you realize. Uh, what's going on, and, and, and that it's actually a scam inside of a uh, what's supposed to be a deal. Uh, very interesting. Uh, but on to uh, another point we have here. Uh, I want to talk – so we talk a lot about issues we have with having roommates. Uh, Tripp and I are both uh, you know college students. We, uh, we've now been in for – half of our time uh, has been spent. Oh, junior year coming up, not looking forward to it. Coming up on the third year, uh, we've witnessed a lot of things that go wrong with roommates. Uh, and again, we're not just talking to the college culture. This is anyone that has a roommate. I know plenty of people that aren't in school that have roommates. It's totally acceptable. It's normal. Uh, and uh, the issues that occur with having roommates are something that need to be talked about. Uh, you know, we've talked about things that piss us off. Uh, and one of the big things uh, that just absolutely drives me crazy is when I have a roommate – you know, he's got a girlfriend. That's fine. I don't care. She's over a lot, maybe more than she needs to be. That's fine. You know, if as long as she stays away from me, I don't care. Here's where I draw the line. If she's parking in my parking spot 
when she comes over in my driveway, it's unacceptable. Uh, uh, I would lose my fucking mind. So have you not experienced? I have. I have. But in my situation, I live in like a a townhouse kind of thing. Yeah, fill us in on that. And so people will have pregames and whatnot. And I'll come home like from my fraternity house or wherever I come home from. And there'll be no fucking parking. And I'll just lose my mind. Because I, after a long day, I don't want to come home and have to find a spot and have to walk five, ten minutes to my house. That's just bullshit. There's nothing more degrading. And let me tell you when it really gets on my nerves. It's when I come home, you know, I've mentioned on the show, I work as a, a busboy in a local restaurant. Uh, it, it's a tough job. I work hard. I hate it. I'm miserable. When I get off, I want to go home. I want to relax. I want to sit on my couch. I want to pull into my driveway. And that's it. When I come home after a long shift and I see my roommate's uh, girlfriend's car in my driveway, I want to scream. And uh, it's terrible. I, you know, I get absolutely furious. I'm exhausted from that day before. And it, it just it adds insult to injury, in my opinion. Oh, and I, I don't know how people deal with this. I'm sure this is an issue uh, that is constant throughout, uh, you know, roommate environments around the world. And it's not just a girlfriend, you know, it could be the boyfriend it be too. Anyone. It could be people having people over. It is. It is. It, I think when it comes, you know, so, so Tripp here lives in a town home, he says, uh, I am in an actual house in a neighborhood. And so I have my own driveway. Uh, now I just think there's an unwritten law there that only the people that live at the house should be able to park in the driveway. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. Okay. So you know, especially when I've got four guys living there. There's four people, four cars that can fit max in my driveway, I'd uh, say. Yeah. So that's four, my four roommates, including myself. Uh, there's no space for your girlfriend, uh, you know. So I park agree. on the side of the road, park in the yard. I don't care about if the grass dies, you know. I'm, I'm not old man Jenkins over here uh, complaining about my grass dying. Just be courteous and, you know, keep up on that. And you I got it. And now you have a whole different side uh, of it where in a townhome, it's not just your roommate's guests. It's other people. You. It's anyone around you. So I have pregames, anything. I mean, how furious must you get? I lose my fucking mind. But I'm telling you what it is, is I don't know. When I come home, my dad doesn't even let me park in the driveway. I don't pay shit at that house. So there's no shot in hell I'm parking in the driveway. So when I get to my house... And there's all these cars, and I have no fucking parking anywhere. I'm going to lose my mind. I go crazy. I absolutely hate it. It I start texting in the group me's everywhere, blowing them up, just getting pissed. I'll try to get people towed. It's infuriating, uh, to say the absolute least. So to all of you listening out there that are guilty of this, uh, you know, look, you didn't know before you heard the podcast. Maybe, Maybe you didn't realize. Maybe you don't have courtesy for others. Uh, but now you know. Change up your lifestyle. Do what you got to do. Uh, and, you know, walk the extra five steps because it's not your house. Exactly. Uh, and that's the situation. Uh, okay. So, again, we're trying to get this show progressing. We're trying to make things happen. I want people writing in. I want people sending uh, direct messages to our Instagram, DMs as they call them. You got to uh, follow. You yeah, got to well, follow. You got to follow the Instagram account at D2D, the number two, Ben Lewis. Uh D2D Ben Lewis on Instagram. The account is going viral. It's blowing up. You want to get it. You want to get on there before your friend uh, tells you to because, uh, you know, be a leader, not a follower. Uh, but in this case, you want to be a follower of my account because uh, <laughs> it, it's big. Uh, so anyway, 
moving on. Uh, we just had the 4th of July. We premiered the 4th of July episode, which was our first official episode featuring uh, Mr. Galler. Uh, it went over big. Uh, me personally, on the 4th of July, I attended a house party uh, for my fraternity. It was a grand time. Uh, we had a lot of uh, exciting comments about the podcast, a lot of great feedback. Everyone likes it. And, uh, I, you know, this is going to be a big thing. But let me tell you what I noticed on 4th of July. It was constant everywhere I looked. So, of course, at our parties, uh, you know, there's a lot of ladies, good-looking ladies, uh, uh, that all listen to D2D Ben Lewis. Can uh, only imagine. So I just kept noticing the same outfit over and over and over. Now, look, I understand. Well, let's talk about what the outfit was. You have – it's a red bathing suit. Uh, with blue jean shorts. So it looks like a red shirt and blue jean shorts, essentially. Uh, Tripp, I know you so- must have seen this. Oh, I've seen it everywhere. I've had to stay off social media the past three days because that's all I fucking see. I'm yeah. tired of it. Now, Tripp celebrated in uh, Orlando. Yes, I-, I was in Fort Myers. Uh, now, so we were at two totally different points. Uh, the concept is still the same. Girls are still doing this. Uh, and look, I understand you wear red, white, and blue. Duh. Okay? Y- you know, everyone gets that. But you gotta have some. You gotta be unique. Be original. You switch it up. You don't do the same thing as your friend. You don't. I, I don't care what it is. Year after year, I see the same outfit, and I just question to myself. You know, I'm not wearing the same thing every year. Yeah, I'm wearing red, white, and blue every year. But it is total. Sometimes I got socks on with American flags. Sometimes I got boxers. You gotta on. change it up. You know. You know. It's just. It's totally different. Sometimes I'll throw a hat in there. These these girls were just – now, I'm not saying all of them do this. There are some of you that are absolutely uh, very unique. Some people didn't even wear red, white, and blue, which I, I don't necessarily approve of. Uh, but at least it wasn't the same generic outfit. Some of you ladies got some major clout. What major is – Major clout. Big clout. Uh, what, what is it? You know, they obviously must notice they're all wearing the same outfit. How does this not deter them? How do they not is what I want to know. Like, what makes you want to post a picture that 50 other girls or whatever posted 10 minutes before you? It's wrong. It's ridiculous. It is. I I completely You're you're not original. It's got to go. I I agree. Overall, look, like I mentioned in the previous episode, 4th of July, one of my favorite holidays, if not my favorite. Yes, Uh, right. You know, it's, it's all about America, and I love this country more than anything. If you know Ben, you know he does. It's big time. Uh, you know, I, I love red, white, and blue. I love the ladies. I love the food, the cookouts, uh, the parties. The pool. Uh, the You're in the pool. The you're ocean. grilling out. Uh, it was great. It's great. Uh, every single year, it never fails to disappoint. But look, all I'm saying is, ladies, switch up the outfits a little bit, okay? Let's, let, let's change it up, okay? Uh, it's real simple. You know, even just flip the color pattern. I mean, it's all right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on it too much, but that's how, that's how it's got to be. And uh, you know, if it stays the same after this episode, uh, it's too bad. If it changes, I may have changed the world just now with this podcast. But I think we can is. only hope. We can only hope. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, Trip and I went to high school together. Uh, we uh, we grew up yeah, together. We we, more than we didn't go to middle school or elementary school together, but we were friends through those years. Yeah, we knew each and other long in the day. Long time. Trip is one of my oldest friends uh, by far, uh, easily, and uh, I think it's it, it's an interesting perspective for us because 
we both went away to school. We didn't stay in Orlando. Trip went further than me. He went out of state, uh, which is incredible. Uh, he goes to Alabama, as we mentioned. I go to Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers. Uh, both of us got out of Orlando. Uh, we've experienced it. Uh, and I think when we graduated, uh, as does as do most people, we expected us to retain a lot of our friends that we had from high school. But now, two years down the road, we're looking at I, I probably talked to what three, four people from high school when Shit, I was when I was maybe expecting three. And if I do talk to people, it's people I wasn't friends with in high school. It's new people I've met. It's very interesting. Uh, it, I think this happens to everyone. I don't think this is uncommon. I think when you graduate, you don't understand. Uh, you know, everyone's splitting up. Everyone's going in different directions. And you, you expect there to be a relationship, maybe for the first few months. You're FaceTiming all your boys. You're talking. You know, you text them, hey, how you doing, whatever, how were exams. But you guys, you can feel it. You don't want to say it. You don't want to put it out there. But you're drifting apart. Trip. what do you think? Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. Like, I'll have people that I thought when I was graduating, I thought I was going to talk to everyone. No matter that I went out of state, I still thought I was going to FaceTime everyone, talk to everyone. But realistically, I talked to probably about three or four kids from our high school uh, at least twice a month, three yeah, months, three times a month. You know, like I rarely talk to them. And if I talk to anyone from home, usually it's new people I haven't met. And I don't know it's necessarily that I'm not friends with people. I think it's more so – I think it's just more so I've gotten older. They've gotten older. We've all grown and that's just how it is. Yeah, and I think you realize you know, this is not my doing. I, I mean excuse me. This is not their doing. It's not um, anyone's doing. This is not them not wanting to talk to me. If anything, it is the very opposite. A lot of people – excuse me – that I was friends with in high school are total losers now. And they're going nowhere. Oh, yeah. I agree. So I don't want to communicate with these people. Yeah, you have that bond that you walked by the halls in, uh, uh, in high school, past each other. You you had the same classes. It was nice. You shared homework with each other. Uh, keep that on the down low. But it, when it comes down to it, a loser is a loser. And if they're not going anywhere, you can tell. Oh, 100%. And, you can, I 100% agree. You can tell where people are going and look, they're not going anywhere. And look, I stay close with people that are gonna that are good people, uh, like Trip here. We have remained very close. I, I'd say I talk to Trip more than anybody uh, yeah, from my high school. Uh, we are constantly in contact, even though he is one of the furthest from me, uh, which is very interesting. We set up this trip. I was very excited. No pun intended with his name, uh, but uh, we we, <laughs> we were very excited to set up this podcast because we're con- we're we're going to talk about this. High school was totally different. In terms of even when we go home now, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go back to – we both went to high school in Orlando, so you know. We will we'll go back to Orlando, or at least I will, and I'm sure you have had the same experience. Uh, you really do nothing. You're not hitting up people that you used to hit up. Yeah, I want, I want to see my family and I want to see my good friends that I talk to. That's about it. You're probably, Anyone else, I'm not going out of my way to see them. I'm sorry. That's just not how it is. Your priorities are different. Yeah, 100% agree. And it's totally understandable that this is not known uh, when you graduate because you don't expect it. You don't know. You don't have the experience. Your parents might tell you, uh, you know, uh, you're not going to be friends with that guy in a year down the road. But you brush her off. You say, screw you, because, uh, you know, that's your friend at the that's time. That's what's crazy is my parents told me I wasn't going to talk to anyone. I have an older brother told me I wasn't going to talk to anyone. 
I didn't believe him. I brushed them all off, and that's a thing. Odds are, I don't talk to any of them. There is a level of growing up uh, that comes with only with experience. Your parents can tell you as much as you want, uh, but in the end, you got to see it for yourself. It's the only way. You got to learn. You got to grow. So uh, the next, it kind of leads into our next segment. Was everything your dad or mom told you uh, growing up in terms of you know getting into college? Uh, Growing up, being your own person or finding your own career, joining the army, whatever your plan is, uh, you know, were your parents right all these years? Uh, and that, it's an interesting subject because I find a lot of it to be true. But at the same time, everyone is different and experiences are different. And I still disagree with my parents with a lot of things. Tripp, uh, what about you? Uh, I would say I found out a lot of things they've told me have been true but there's also a ton of things i completely disagree with them on sorry mom sorry dad don't hate me uh but i'm just being honest here there's a lot of things i I do not agree on with you guys Uh, that's what we want we want to break down the truth on this show we don't sugarcoat things now i come from a family where both sides are very different my dad's side very college oriented very education oriented uh I, i always have been uh you know geared towards going to college, getting a degree, uh, and then getting a job out there in quote unquote, the real world. On my mom's side, of course, there was, uh, you know, go to college, do it, uh, do whatever you got to do. But in the end there was, uh, you know, there was always a backup road. You know, you don't need that college degree was, uh, what I was told on my mom's side. So it gave me an interesting perspective. Divorced parents. So I would see both sides at separate times. Oh yeah. And, I tend to agree with both. I, it really depends on who you are and what you're going to do uh, and what you want to do. You know, you don't need that college degree. But there's some people, look, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you need it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So so this is, uh, you know, it's a split decision. I don't think from a parenting perspective you can really enforce either way until you, you – it comes down to your child's decision. And uh, I think when I have a kid, I will – Want to just say, you know, whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. So uh, moving on, we uh, – the other – in the tri- – I don't know. I mean you should have listened to everything, but we have a trial episode up there. Uh, we had Chinese food delivered. We're talking about fried rice. Uh, fried rice is something that comes with almost every Chinese dish you get. How good is fried rice, Trey? Fried rice is the Best thing on the planet. I love fried rice. It is the fried best. Fried rice is so good. It, it's 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 up there with the egg roll. But there's nothing opinion. worse than bad fried rice. Bad fried rice is like it, it like it sounds bad. Okay, absolutely terrible. Essentially, what's, essentially. What's, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about the word of the day. Essentially, uh, here in a minute. But I, I want to keep going on this fried rice issue. I I'm a big Chinese food guy. I don't know about you. You ever eat it? I love Chinese food all the time. I, I'm a big general General Tiso's guy. I always get the General Tiso's. It's a go-to no matter where I, what Chinese place. I like the other stuff, but the General Tiso's just gets me every time. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's like an Americanized uh, Chinese dish, essentially. With essentially, there we're using the word, uh, <laughs> but uh, the Chinese dish. It's got a nice sauce on it. Comes with fried rice and egg roll if you're at a good spot. Uh, now the fried rice. How do you tell right away that it's bad? Uh, if it's white. Okay, yeah, you're getting you're getting where I'm going with this. The color. If you get the yellow fried rice, okay, it's no good. It's low quality. It might have a decent taste, 
uh, depending on how they twist it. But it's not – you're not getting quality fried rice if it's yellow. I mean for those of you that don't know, the yellow fried rice is the worst you can get. It's the cheapest, lowest quality uh, – excuse me, the dirt of fried rice if you will. Uh, now, when you see the brown fried rice, oh, uh, which is what Trip was up. saying, it's white originally and they're actually frying it. Uh, yes, it, it, our, our, all our eyes light up. It is the best. It is supreme. Absolutely. It is the king. And this is real fried rice. You get this up north. In Florida, it is so hard. I, how's Bama's Chinese food? I, I can imagine it's tough. Uh, honestly, it's, it's not very good. It's, yeah. it's horrendous. <laughs> if I'm being honest, it is absolutely horrendous. So it's tough. Uh, I, I, you know, Florida is bad too, I have to tell you. I, I'll tell you where I've had the best Chinese Very disappointing. Food. I've had the best Chinese food in my life uh, in New York, I, I would have to say, is the best. Yes. They are they are so Have good. you ever had Boston? Boston was my second. Boston that was, exactly was unbelievable. Was well, you've got a real Chinatown in these places. And yeah. that's where these people are authentic. It, it is not somebody that was born uh, in America and is somebody who doesn't know the heritage. These people go back centuries with these recipes and it just blew. It, it makes my mouth water just thinking about it. I'm oh, starving right I'm now. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, it, it is that good. Uh, so anytime I go to a new Chinese place, my first question is, is your brown rice uh, uh, brown or yellow? I, and, I, and I can't claim full credit for this. I get this from my dad. Uh, he put me onto this whole issue with the fried rice, and I've never been able to go back. Uh, it is something that is so crucial to me. And we talk about this. How often do you see peas and carrots in your fried rice? Not that much, I feel like. You don't? All right. I get it all the time. But the thing is... And I hate it. The thing is, the thing is, in Alabama, I don't bother with the Chinese. So what what, what is the go-to in Bama? I'm dying to know. Honestly, cookout. Cookout. Yeah. Cookout is the go-to. If we're going like fast food, kind of like that, cookout is the move. So it sounds like it's a totally different lifestyle. I'm yet to visit Trip in Alabama, and I want to. He's got to. to. Uh, I don't know that I've been to Alabama in my life. Oh, it's a great time. If you come to Tuscaloosa, anywhere outside of Tuscaloosa, you might get robbed. Just warning you guys. But uh, come to Tuscaloosa. Wonderful time. Got to come to a football game. Change your life. It's hot there, though, no? Just like Florida? But I, I mean, mean it's, it's hot. Snow? It's a different hot, though. It's different hot. It's not as humid. Do you get snow in the winter? Uh, yeah, we actually do get snow here and there. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Something we miss out on here in Florida. We get about a month of real uh, nice weather, I guess I would call it. A month? That's an overstatement. Yeah. I, would say like, <laughs> I would say like two weeks. But It is bad. It, it is brutal. Uh, so... Moving on, we have the wonderful, wonderful chugging game with Smirnoff Ices that has been blessed into our lives over the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, for anyone, any of the listeners that don't know, fuck those motherfuckers. A Smirnoff Ice, it comes in, I believe it's a 16 or a 32 ounce bottle. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, either one, yeah. Uh, and basically, if one of these is given to you, you yep. have to chug it. You have to game. chug it. If you don't chug it, I don't fucking talk to me. I don't yeah. want to talk to you. Okay, so yeah. This is what we're getting to. I, over the 4th of July at the party, was observing many, mostly female, actually some guys. Uh, guys? Sipping that on a smeared gay. off ice. Yeah, it, it, it is something that needs to be brought up. I mean, 
You cannot ch- uh, sip on these things. First of all, they don't taste good. They're awful. They are. They are. It's They're literally sugar poured into your mouth. They come out with bad flavors intentionally because they know you chug these. They're not meant to be consumed on an average uh, schedule, you know, a sip every couple minutes. It's not how, how it's supposed to be done. You have to chug it. You have to. So to anyone out there that is not uh, sipping Smirnoff ice. Yeah, if you're sipping it, you know, I, I have no respect for you. Uh, all of it. And now here is another issue that is plaguing the country, uh, maybe the world. Somebody that gets iced, that is the correct uh, expression. You get iced if you are handed one of these to chug. Someone who gets iced and refuses it. That is the worst per- That's a person you cannot trust. You got to defriend him, unadd him on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. <laughs> do whatever the hell you got to do. But if a person does not chug an ice after they've been iced, that person's got to go. I agree. You got to get them off the friends list, like you say. It is... Something that is so horribly embarrassing. Un-American if you're not chugging that. And I've seen this before multiple times. My Myself, I've never turned down an ice once besides one time. Regardless one of time, how. One time, I will say, I was about to go to work. And I got iced right before work. And I said, I, I, I got to drive to about 45 minutes. I don't want the alcohol in my breath. And I turned it down. Well, somebody that's understandable. Call, somebody called me a pussy. No, I understand. But look, that was the only time it happened once, and I admit it. I look, I don't like to be a uh, a, a hypocritical uh, here, uh, you know, a hypocrite. It, it's the worst kind of person. But there, there are very extreme exceptions. But it comes down to the other guy on the other end of that ice, knowing when it is appropriate to ice someone. Also, oh, that is a huge key. Now you don't hit somebody. Uh, you know, when they're about to go on an important business meeting or they're about to go to class. Uh, you know, you might. You might think it's funny how a special relationship with that it, All right. If it's not an important class, it's okay. It is, yeah. There are exceptions, of course. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just something to think about. Ices were made to be chugged. Uh, let's, let, let's just keep it that way and not change this culture because there's no reason for it. You got to chug them. No drinking them. All right. So... Here's something that we actually experienced today. I, I, I put it down here today, uh, earlier today, because it really just grinded my gears. Oh, my. And, I know where you're going with it. And it's something that happens over and over and over again, and it's at some of the nicest places you go, which blows my mind. All right, enough lollygagging. Let's, let's get down to it. When you ask for lemon with your water, iced tea, Coke, whatever it is you want, a lemon, a lime, whatever it is, okay, you expect that lemon, that slice, to be big enough, thick enough for you to squeeze that lemon juice, okay? Now, I'm using the lemon as an example. I was handed today a whiskey and Coke with a lime, and the lime was sliced so thin that I physically could not squeeze it. Uh, Trip, you witnessed this firsthand. Oh, I, it's unbelievable. I mean, Jiminy Crickets, like, we got to get some bigger limes. Now, the reason behind slicing them thin, obviously, is to conserve limes or lemons. Okay? This is ridiculous. How much does a bag of limes cost? The, $2? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Okay? It's not It's not up there on the restaurant's uh, list of charges. It's not something that needs to be... Uh, 
conserved. It, it's horrifying. And it should never happen. And like I said, we were at a nice country club today when this happened. It's not like you're at McDonald's. I was mind blown. I was mind blown. I've actually had thicker uh, lemons at McDonald's, limes. I mean, it it is crazy to me. I almost think a lemon or a lime should be cut in fours. Yeah, I agree. If you can't squeeze a lime, what's the point of having it? The one I had today was probably a lime that was cut into sixteenths. That is how uh, terrible it was. And it really ticked me off. Uh, no, I didn't say anything to the waiter because it's not his fault. He's being instructed on this by management. Mm-hmm. And it's the management's fault. And it really is – good God. I, I, it is totally intolerable. And if you're really that hard up for cash that you have to conserve your lemons and limes, maybe you should just go out of business. Yeah, I agree. It's, you got to give a person a good lime. So, theme parks. We're from Orlando. We know we know about theme parks. Yep, love okay. them and hate them. All right, so I hate them. What are your thoughts? I like I love them. I love the rides, but I hate the weights, and I hate a lot of the people not knowing where it is and having to bump into people and how slow everything moves. I can't stand it. Well, being in Orlando, uh, you. You, you kind of realize and you wonder, uh, why are they in Orlando? Uh, it is the worst climate for a theme park. You are sweating. You are yeah. sit, standing in line sweating, okay? Then you get on the ride in a seat that somebody who was sweating equally, if not more, uh, was in before you. Now you're just getting their sweat on you. It is a terrible place. Now, di- this is like I've always said. I can imagine – I've never been to Disneyland in California. I've been to Disney World in Orlando. I can imagine that Disneyland is a billion times better solely because of climate. Uh, and I, it's just that simple. Not to mention uh, – now, recently I saw this. This was actually uh, sent in to be my, by my own father. Uh, God bless him. He Talking about at SeaWorld, uh, there is a new breaded – Fried turkey leg. What? Okay. Now, have you seen the turkey legs that they have at the theme park? Yeah. They're huge. I, the turkey oversized, legs are massive. Oversized. They don't look appetizing. They, look they don't necessarily terrible. taste good. They're very mediocre. Okay. Uh, now, this breaded fried turkey leg being served at SeaWorld is fourteen ninety five. Now, I assume that is just for the turkey leg. Okay. Now, there's no fries coming with this. No drink. Uh... Who would get this in, in your in your eyes? Who would get that? Who gets those? Absolutely no one. Amen. Uh, so you wonder what the thought process is. Then again, uh, you can never underestimate the stupidity of the American public. And I, I'd say it's probably going to be a big seller just because uh, people are that dumb. I could see it. I could see it being a, t- a big seller. I mean, like. It's just, oh my, why would you spend fourteen ninety five on a turkey leg that they probably heated up in a microwave to walk around and serve to people? You're paying fourteen ninety five on top of, what is it? I think it's over 100 now for a ticket to get into one of these theme parks. Oh my, uh, and plus fast passes? Oh yeah, you gotta get the fast pass. Otherwise you're dropping dead of heat stroke, okay? Yeah, if you're not getting the fast pass, don't even go. That's my advice. So you're eating this breaded turkey leg that you overpaid for, and you're sweating. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mosquitoes all over you because it's Orlando. I'm leaving. And you're it, – it's not, not a nice place. It's it's not kept up enough. Uh, they're dirty theme parks. Oh, 100%. They're dirty. It, the amount of people that go through there, disrespectful people – and that just disrespect the place and make it absolutely disgusting is insane. If you sit there and people watch for 30 minutes, you will never want to go back to the theme park. The people watching in an Orlando theme park is the best on earth, I'd say. Oh, yeah, I agree 100%. It's the best place to people watch. Because if you – and now again, we could be biased. We're coming from Orlando. We've seen it our whole life. But in my opinion, if you are planning a family trip with you and your family, and you have anywhere to go in the world, and you're choosing Disney World in Orlando, I question you. Not because it's Disney, but because there's a Disneyland in California that I guarantee is cleaner, that I guarantee the people are better, the food is better, and the climate is better, and there's no bugs. Oh, okay, 100%. So why are you not going there? Now, I hope uh, you know I don't get sued by Disney for this podcast, but... Uh, I, I I just wanted to bring it up, and I I appreciate uh, you know shout out to my dad for uh, sending that one in. Uh, now, here we go. You're in a restaurant. Uh, maybe it's a nice place. Maybe it's an average place. Uh, you know, maybe it's an Applebee's. Who knows? But here's the situation. There's a wait. You get handed one of those buzzers. You know what I'm talking about? They give oh. you the buzzer. It's like yeah, I know like, exactly. You know, you know, if you don't know what he's talking about, you can't be listening to the podcast. Yeah, uh, the American public is fascinated by these buzzers, and they make them feel important when it buzzes. Uh, it is crazy to me what I've seen. Uh, you know, people throwing elbows in a restaurant just because their buzzer is buzzing off the hook, uh, and they're ready to oh sit down and eat their meal. Uh, everyone knows the process. You walk into a restaurant, you see the host, the hostess, uh, and he, she hands you one of these, says, Hey, there's going to be a 30 minute wait. Uh, come up to us when the buzzer is buzzing. People think they are so important with this buzzer. Uh, they see other people that are just getting there. Oh, you have a buzzer. You're ahead of them. We all get it. We all know how it works. Personally, I don't see why you can't just do the whole name-calling system and all this money needs to be spent on a buzzer. Uh, It doesn't make sense to me. My restaurant actually texts now. Uh, We'll text the person. Yeah, I mean, with the technology nowadays, why the hell do we got to have a buzzer? Not to mean, like, not to mention, like, when they give you a buzzer and it buzzes and they accidentally wrong... They actually did the wrong buzz. Oh, my lord. It is like getting shot in the head. You you, you might so as well shoot me in the head, <laughs> if I'm being honest. You are so excited. Now, I have never even heard of this, to be honest with you. I uh, This has never happened to me. This has that has never to happened to you? This is... You have been oh, come falsely to Alabama. buzzed. Come to Alabama. <laughs> You'll be falsely buzzed okay. more times than you can count. This is groundbreaking. I can't imagine the responses we're going to get to this. Now, getting falsely buzzed is what I'm going to call it. And that has got to be the most humiliating oh. thing on earth. You're all excited. You're ready to cash out on your chips and get seated. And they tell you it was a mistake? Oh, yeah, exactly. It is the biggest slap in the face Ever because I'm so excited to get my food. I'm ready. I'm ready to go sit down and get these bread breadsticks they bring out or whatever the hell they bring out. Chips and salsa. Anything. 
and then they buzz me. And I go up there and they tell me, oh, I'm sorry, we had a we had a mess up. It's the other person we were trying to buzz. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm sorry. That's just how I am. That's just what's going to happen. I would go as they say ape shit and I would demand a table because if you're getting buzzed, that means you're getting a table in my mind. Yeah. Whether it's their mistake or not, you know, you got to pull the table out of the back at that point and just put it there for the guy. Uh, you know, I, it, it is funny. I, I feel like they may just be messing with you personally, uh, falsely buzzing you. you, you I don't you, know if it's my looks or what, but they might be just <laughs> messing with me. I don't know. <laughs> He's an ugly guy. Uh, but uh, only on only on bad days. So you mentioned something else important, uh, and that is getting breadsticks and or chips and salsa, something like that. What kind of place doesn't do that? If you don't do that and you're sitting down there, you got to go. That's a restaurant you should not be at. Yeah, we're talking about, of course, eat-in, sit-down restaurants. But I think there's some level of free appetizer that needs to be given. Oh, there has to be. If you're going to sit down somewhere, there has to be a free appetizer. I, When I go to a place and, uh, you know, I am told, oh, yeah, you can, you know, can you guys bring out some bread, I say. And they say, oh, yeah, you can get some bread, but it's, you know, it's four ninety nine. Bread and butter? I apologize, but this is sickening. <laughs> uh, look, I, it's not that I don't want to pay it. If they charge it's me for bread and butter, to... I'm throwing that bread right back at them. Yeah, it, it's bad. It's stingy. It is cheap. It is uh, it is bad all the way around. And if you own an establishment that doesn't give out bread and butter, chips and salsa, uh, you know, even I've seen chips and queso brought out. Uh, only, no, no, this isn't something common. Where but are you going? I've seen it at two separate Mexican places where chips and queso are given uh, for free. Well, those, so, those places, oh, you need to add those to my menu. <laughs> well, uh, no dollar menu, sadly. But the uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but look, if, if, if there's places they can offer chips and queso for free, you can offer bread and butter. Oh, I, I, I don't care what you're saying. And uh, it, it, it's an issue that is still – uh, raging throughout everywhere. I mean, I see this all the time where I'm sitting there. Sometimes I don't know it's a new place and I'll be sitting there like an idiot looking around waiting for the bread and butter to be brought and it doesn't even get brought. What? What is that? Yeah, like, oh my. This is, I, that's the worst. When they bring free bread out, they say, oh, we have free bread coming and it takes 40 minutes for the bread to get to the table. Oh, it's a scam because they don't want you to ask for more bread, the follow-up. They get real pissed then when you ask for seconds of the free bread. Oh. Uh, which, you know, grow up, uh, get a grip on your life. I'm sorry I'm asking for one more loaf of bread and butter. I'm I, sorry I you have to walk back to your kitchen and grab a loaf of bread and bring it. Yeah, to I you. hope you don't go into bankruptcy. Yeah, jeez, uh, it's Jiminy Crickets. Good God, but it happens. Uh, moving on. We uh, So I launched this podcast about a week ago now. Uh, there's a certain amount of fame that has come with it. Uh, I have noticed my celebrity status has shot through the roof. It is crazy. I only wear big sunglasses and big hats out in public now because I am swarmed with fans. Uh, Trip has witnessed it firsthand. It's unbelievable, man. I, I can't go anywhere with this guy without getting tackled or something. I don't know. Now, look, I, 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 I like to put my face out there with the voice because I like to be recognized. But please be respectful. Be courteous. When I'm out to dinner with my family, don't attack me asking me to sign your forehead. I don't want it. I don't need it in my life. It stresses me out. Leave us alone. Wait uh, until I'm done. You know, sit outside. Uh, you know, maybe... 
Just take a picture from afar, a candid of me lot looking. Uh, you know, I don't mind. Post it wherever you want. I'm always looking good. Uh, and me, on the other hand, you might have to edit it. <laughs> yeah, this guy over here, he's got more chins than a Chinese phone book. But uh, anyway, the uh, basically, uh, my bottom line here is, you know, my fame is only going to grow as these come. And I got to keep it low key. Uh, not low key, but you got to be respectful. And I understand now. Uh, when celebrities uh, have problems with their phones, they hate their phones. My phone is blowing up every second with you people, and I love it, but I need a social media manager. And I want somebody out there uh, to send in. Let me see your qualifications. you got to be good. Uh, I'm trying to get a Twitter up there, a Facebook. Uh, I want it all, and I, I just don't know the guy to do it. I'm looking for logos. Uh, so if you're listening and you're a logo guy, you know how to work with Photoshop, send it in. Uh, we need all this. Again, follow the Instagram at D2D Ben Lewis, L-E-W-I-S. Lewis. On Instagram. Uh, send me a DM. Let's just have a conversation. I'll see it eventually. You know, I get, I do get floods of DMs, but I'll pick, I go by them. I go through them one by one uh, until I have that social media manager and I can make it happen. I'll get a response to you. I promise. Even if it says I read it and didn't respond, don't get your little heart broken. I'm coming. I'm, I, I'll get back to it. You know, I promise. Uh, but the show is growing. It's going very well. Uh, Trip is here. Trip, what do you have anything to add? I mean, what do you what do you want to say? Just follow the podcast, and uh, I'm I'm happy you had me on here. Look, I think it's been great. I think it's been a good time. Again, we are here live in Longboat Key. If you haven't been, I highly recommend yacht living. Uh, I've been. I've been to all, the majority of the Florida beaches. I, Longboat's got to be my favorite. Uh, uh, and that, that is First the, time here, absolutely remarkable, I got to say. There you go. I, I Shout out to Longboat Key. I would also like to give a big shout out to my mom. Uh, she's having a big birthday tomorrow. We won't say the number. She doesn't want it to be known. But 32. 32, all right. He said it. Uh, happy birthday to my mom. Uh, please, everyone, flood me with happy birthday messages. Send her love. Uh, and, uh, look, I think we had a great show here. I think we covered some good topics. I want to make them longer in the future. Uh, that, that's the goal. Uh, but we can't do that without the listeners. I need people sending in questions, topics, uh, anything you can think of. I'm going to work on a call line. Uh, and to anyone that's been supporting day to day with Ben Lewis, uh, thus far, I love you and you're a great person. And if you're listening right now and you're saying, oh, this guy sucks. Look, I, I don't want your support. You know, you, you're an asshole. If okay? I'm being honest, fuck you. All right. It's just that simple. All right. Uh, it, it, we are live on iTunes. Uh, it, it's all happening. This has been big. Trip. thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, and his handle, if you want to follow Trip, uh, which you may want to, what, what is your, uh, any social media? Uh, I got them all. Trip Keller 7 and that's it for everything? That's it for all of them. All right. Well, there you go. You can find My Venmo's Trip-Keller if you want to send me some money. Yeah, if you want to see how ugly this guy really is, check out his social media. Uh, th- th- this has been big. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back very shortly with another episode. God bless you all, and thank you for listening to Day to Day with Ben Lewis. Let's get it.